The Torah content from now through Pesach has been sponsored by the Kofsky family in loving memory of Adira, who loved big ideas and asking big questions. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the Stoic Jew Podcast, where we explore the relationship between Judaism and Stoicism. Today's reading is from Marcus Aurelius Meditations, Book 4, Paragraph 34. And by paragraph, I mean one sentence. With your whole will, surrender yourself to Clotho to spin your fate into whatever web of things she will. Now, I knew that that Clotho was one of the three fates, um, and I knew that the fates spin your destiny, but I didn't know much beyond that. So I looked to my trusty Farquharson commentary, uh, and he says, the point of mentioning Clotho is that she is the fate who spins the present web. Plato, in Book 10 of the Republic, writes, The distaff rotates on the knees of necessity, and seated around at equal interval, three, each upon a throne, daughters of necessity, in white garments, with wreaths on their heads, Lachesis, Clotho, and Atropos, the fates, singing to the siren's song. Lachesis, the past, Clotho, the present, Atropos, what is to be. While they sing, they draw out the thread of destiny. Um, okay, so um, in, in non-mythologized terms, Aurelius is saying, surrender yourself to the present. Okay, so I we, we could analyze the statement on its own, but actually it answers a question that I had from the last paragraph um, that I actually wanted to talk about in the last paragraph, um, but uh, but I, in addition to running out of time, I wasn't so sure about my uh, my my inference. Uh, but now I'm thinking I'm more confident in it. So let's quickly review the last paragraph. His main message in the last paragraph was that all of the greatest people and certainly all of the non-great people are not remembered, right? Is that they're all forgotten. Uh, in fact, I'll read the, the the last part of this. For all things quickly fade and turn to fable, and quickly too, utter oblivion covers them like sand. And this I say of those who shone like the stars to, uh, to wonder at. The rest, as soon as the breath was out of their bodies, were unnoticed and unwept. And what, after all, is everlasting remembrance? Utter vanity. What then is that about which a man ought to spend his pains? This one thing, right understanding, neighborly behavior, speech which would never lie, and a disposition welcoming all that which comes to pass as necessary, as familiar as flowing from a source and fountain like itself. So I mentioned last time that um, that you know, it's this is a very well-trodden idea, the fact that you're not going to live forever and that when you die, you're not going to be remembered. Uh, and therefore, you shouldn't care about about reputation, about eternal reputation. So uh, again, I, I think that there is uh, what to be gained from that idea. But I think it's also easy for us to, to disconnect with that idea because we can easily say, well, yeah, fine, sure. I know I'm not going to be remembered forever, so I'm not trying to live forever. Um, and therefore, this idea is irrelevant to me. But here's the thing, is that when he says... When he says, you know, don't focus on trying to have everlasting remembrance, I mean, that's just an exaggerated form of caring about your reputation, okay? And I think if the same people who would say, I don't care about having, you know, my, my memory be preserved forever, I think that a lot of us do care about our reputations. And and I think the 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 way that we rationalize it to ourselves is we say, well, reputation is important because reputation has an impact on, on practical matters. You know, if I get a, a bad reputation or if someone looks at me or, uh, you know, thinks, speaks about me in a certain way um, or makes a certain judgment of me or spreads a rumor about me, that can have real world effects. Whereas eternal reputation has no real world effects. I'm going to be dead. So I think I think that's where the, you know th that's a legitimate question, which is which is I understand I'm not gonna I shouldn't worry about my eternal reputation, but but what about my reputation during my lifetime? Isn't that sh something I should be worried about? And we know from Aurelius's previous writings that he says that you should not care about what other people think and not worry about that. So what this reminds me of is a um, 
uh, thought experiment that I do to take a cliche thought experiment and turn it into something real. So the cliche thought experiment is what if you only had one day left to live? Right. Uh, what would you do? You know, so it's very easy to say, oh, well, you know, if you're a student, I wouldn't go to school. I wouldn't do my homework. You know, I'm going to if you don't like your job, I'm not going to do my job. I'm just going to spend time with my family. You know, if you uh, you know, there are some things that people say that they always wanted to do. I would do that. OK, fine. So that's the cliche experiment. But now let's say let's say this. What if you only had uh, what if there was a 50 50 chance that tomorrow was your last day? OK, what would you do? So most people would probably do the same thing. OK, what about a 20 percent chance? Okay, probably the same. What about a 10% chance? What about a 5% chance? What about a 1% chance? You know, and the question is how how far do you go down in probability to the point where you would still do what you said you would do if this were your last day? You know, how much certainty would you need? And then at what point does it become actionable? You know, so that's what I guess I'm going to dub now that's like the 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 sweet spot, the the precipice of eternity. <laughs> in other words, or I guess not eternity. I guess the opposite of eternity. Um, I, I was thinking eternity because of our paragraph here. But in other words, like, like, you know, in the same way that we could very easily say, well, if this were 100% my last day, I would change X, Y, Z. But if I didn't have full certainty and I didn't know whether tomorrow was my last day and there was a chance it was, what would I do? And the reality is, is that there is such a chance, right? Okay, now what does this have to do with anything here? So I think you could do a similar thought experiment is, is you know, if you were thinking about, uh, let's say you were, let's say, okay, let's say you were on your deathbed, right? Uh, as an old, let's say you, you merited a, a ripe old age, okay? And, and someone said, hey, do you care what people are going to think about you 100 years from now? Um, no, right? Actually, you don't, even, you don't even have to be on your deathbed. Let's just take it now. Do you care what people are going to think of you 100 years from now? Most of us would say no. Okay, what about 50 years from now? Some of us would say yes, depending on how old we are. But some of us would say, oh, I'm going to be old and close to death anyway, or I'll be dead anyway. It's not going to matter. So then the question, though, is how far can you push that into the present where you're caring about your reputation and um, and it's going to affect the way that you make decisions? In other words, that you're going to make decisions to serve the way that other people perceive you, you know, and at what point does that become just another form of, I want my reputation to live forever. You know, there's a, there, there's a similar, like, like, you know, uh, threshold there of, of caring about your reputation in a practical sense and caring about your reputation per se. And I think one of the things that maybe Aurelius is saying here is he's advocating the extremist position of, Again, I'm not just taking it from this uh, paragraph. I'm taking it from what we've read in the past. Don't care about your reputation. Care about what doing what's right. Now, sometimes doing what's right will involve managing your reputation. Uh, obviously, if you are an emperor of you know of of Rome, then you can't just not regard the way that people treat your position of emperor. Uh, uh, <laughs> what's the word? Impurity? That's not a word. Being emperor, you know. So in other words, you can't just like like let people walk all over you, right? But uh, but there's a difference between practically like making practical decisions about your reputation that have practical ramifications versus getting caught up in the need to be liked and admired by people. And that's really what he's cautioning us against. So I think if you follow his his advice here of you know focus on the present, not just a new age live in the moment thing. I mean that's part of it, but like focus on doing what's right. Focus on making the right decision in the present. Don't in the same way that you wouldn't worry about what, what 
people will think of you a thousand years from now because no one's going to think of you a thousand years from now. So too, don't get caught up in allowing what people think of you in the present to sway your judgment and make you choose wrongly uh, in terms of how you should live your life. So uh, I don't know if that's what he means. I mean, I, I do think that this flows from from the previous uh, statement um, in the sense of welcoming all which comes to pass as, a nece- as, as necessary and the idea that Clotho is the fate of the present, which Aurelius repeatedly refers to as that which is necessary, you know? So surrendering yourself to the present uh, in the manner he said in the previous paragraph, I think is not reading too much into this paragraph. Okay, um, so that is all for this episode. I've walked away from my computer, so I don't have my outro uh, in front of me. Um, but if you feel like you gained what you uh, from what you've <laughs> uh, heard here today, um, then uh, feel free to contribute to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Link is in the description. Um, I, I keep on meaning to... Uh, to uh, to say, I, I keep on forgetting to say this actually, is that, you know, I, I really appreciate those of you who have contributed and and some of you have, have increased your contribution, but I also want everyone to realize that like if you, if your finances change or your interests change or like my content gets bad, like, you know, don't worry about, you know, feel free to drop out at any time, okay, or lower your amount every time. I'm just, I'm just thrilled that I get to, to talk and teach Torah to everyone on you know on my own terms in ways that I uh, focusing on things that I'm interested in and think are valuable and however much people are willing to support me they're willing to support me and you know so don't don't ever feel beholden to me you know in any way um, I understand that that things change um, and you know we gotta we gotta uh, surrender ourselves to the present right uh, thank you to my listeners for listening and thank you to, for my, to my patrons for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.